Perfect fucking timing. It was not a good one. Make yourself burp. It's something I figured out that I can do recently, and I think it has haunted me ever since I found out that I can do it because I feel like my ability to access gas and for gas to come out is like easier than it's ever been before. So you have a lot of gas gex? Is that that was horrible? I don't even know where you want me to go with that. That was, that was rough and tough. Rough and tough, man. Rough and tough getting all that uh, pussy and stuff. Flirting with the pastor. <laughs> I'm climbing that road and I'm flirting with the pastor. <laughs> Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And uh, we're here. We're queer. And you should be used to it by now. Damn it, I was going to say it. I'm still not used to it. You're definitely used to it. You just like to pretend that you're not because we've gotten to role-playing in our years <laughs> together. <laughs> you just love making that sound. Yeah, I got good at it. And we've really been influenced by Tiger King, even though Sam hasn't seen it. But he's nope. always like, I want to be the tiger. Sure. I want. He gets on <laughs> all fours and he's, he looks back up at me and he's like, I'm a tiger roar. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched. I've only seen a little bit of it. And that's when you were watching it. Was it was like the very end of it, too. And I really don't have any interest of seeking out, especially since I have to watch... So many fucking episodes. It I, it just flew on by for me. I'm sure I would like it. I just don't. I don't know. It's so funny. There's so much good redneck garbage. That's the thing. If you like <laughs> good redneck garbage, if you are a fan of oh, I can't even remember the full name because it's been years since we've seen it. But though, I want to say the weird and wild. The Whites of West Virginia. The weird, uh, the wild and wonderful Whites of West Virginia? Yeah. There you it's go. It's been years since I've seen it, but I've seen it many times, as have you. Yeah. And it has that same kind of feel. I mean, there's murder, there are drugs, there's a gay man forcing straight men to be his lover for drugs and money, and it's just in their kitties. Suck my dick for meth. Play with the kiddies. Yeah. And shoot yourself in the head. So somebody was mauled on that yeah, some, place, right? They lost their fucking arm? A, a lady lost her arm, and they said that it would take about two years of physical therapy. To grow it back? To get everything. Not to grow it back, <laughs> but because they had it and were able to reattach it. But to get everything working and functional, it would take, you know, about two years. And she was just like, fuck it, just cut it off, and was back to what? work in five days. What? Uh-huh. You can either go through two years and potentially have your arm back uh-huh. or just say, fuck it and go the rest of your life without an arm with a nub. But that nub could still help like hold a rake and things like that. <laughs> it was not a useless <laughs> nub. There are no useless nubs in this country. It, I mean, if you only give it five days to heal and then you go back to work, that nub's going to get tough. That's a tough fucking lady. But then there was a guy who wore his feet out because he wasn't supposed to be on his feet and he wouldn't get off his feet. So now he has no legs. <laughs> You've got to watch this uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> By the 
time this comes out, it's going to be so far past yeah, everything that's too. Exactly what I was just getting ready to say. But I don't think I don't think it's going to die. I I think there people for Halloween are still going to be Joe Exotic <laughs> up and down the streets. I can't wait. God, that'd be pretty great to see a Joe Exotic Halloween costume, especially, especially in this town. If they dress their children up as tigers, tigers and just put like a leash, <laughs> like one of those child leashes on them. I hope someone is married to a lady without an arm and then. I mean, one there of them are a lot goes of those. to Joe Exotic, and the other one is the armless lady. Come with me, hun. There are so many people you could be. You could be one of his two husbands that he had <laughs> at a time, I mean. <laughs> so he's a gay polygamist? Yes. A gay ligamist? He's definitely. <laughs> he's got gay ligaments, that's for sure. Gay bones, gay muscles. Oh, yeah, gay bones, baby. Gay bones, gay bones, them gay bones. <laughs> I was going to say, big old pile of gay bones. Hey. Hey. That's the best Alice in Chains impression I've ever heard. Yeah, this is what Lane Staley, Staley Jesus Christ. This is Lane Staley. Hey. <laughs> That's so pulled out of nowhere that I don't even know where to go with it. Let's go to talk about what we listen to, I guess. So uh, what this is, is a podcast where we share our differences in media with each other. And this week, I wouldn't say it's a difference. This week, we listened to an album that I like to call. Yeah, welcome aboard. Get on the boat. I hate it so much, but I'm not going to fight it. We've left the dock. I'm here for the party. Leave that microphone alone. I want to touch it like you like touching things. Yeah, that's why I bought the stand so it doesn't make a lot of noise. It made noise until I made you oil that well, bitch. It didn't make this noise. I wasn't making that noise either. You are being extreme. <laughs> you are being More extreme. Presidents of the United States of America self-titled album. It was their debut studio album. It was recorded in 1994, released in 1995, right in the vein. The window has been opened again of that year. For us, the window is open constantly Yeah, for that time frame. We are open to music from the mid-90s for sure. Absolutely. Guaranteed if we took a, made a diagram of where the albums we have chosen lie in the year, it's going to be 94, 95. Uh, formidable years though most. yeah for sure and music was fucking killer then i've argued this so many times fucking killer bro that you were able to get a much wider array of pop music on pop radio versus now where it is just pop music is that because mtv was still based on playing music i know it's such a hack and overdone thing to be like oh, i remember when mtv played music videos i mean but it's true that but it, i mean mtv was definitely very uh like moderated and vetted for the things that they would allow on they were sometimes criticized for not having like certain kinds of artists and things i know like david bowie really rallied to get more like black music on mtv and shit like that but um I think it just has now to do... Now it swung the other way. <laughs> I don't know. I think people get more closed-minded as time goes on. At least from the time when music was really good in like, like the 60s and 70s and stuff where people were open-minded and just did drugs and let the drugs make the music for them. 
Let the drugs make up my mind, man. Let the drugs take me in the direction, the drug action. Yeah, that was a Sam joke. Yeah, welcome aboard to that oh, fucking yeah. boat too. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're just turning into each other at this point. <laughs> just this episode. I'm sure there will be plenty of other episodes where we come in throwing fists in the air. Whoopsh, whoopsh, whoopsh. Ouch. Ouch. That was you. That was not me. No, that was Lane Staley. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Da, 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 da. Gay bones. <laughs> I believe gay bones. Wait, no, I was thinking of <laughs> God, this is horrible. <laughs> what were you thinking? I was doing them bones still. Oh, okay. Well. Then it wasn't a different song. Oh, well, then I'm stupid. Yeah. I'm a dum-dum. So let's talk about Presidents of the United States let's of America. Do it. This was a fight to get to this album. What do you... Oh, just because of the last episode <laughs> with Zach. We we were watching something where it was like... I don't remember. It was one of those list videos on YouTube. Oh, no, no. We were listening to uh, Sirius... Mm-hmm. And Peaches came on. That's and right. Both of us. Without saying it to each other. In our mind, we're like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We came. both, yeah, had that feeling. And I, if I had the shot, it was going to be my next choice. So we were both running towards the finishing line. Yeah, but I was next up, so I got it. But yeah, this is definitely an easy go for us because we both, at least at some point in our lives and our younger youths, our younger youths, I'm going with that, we... uh we dug this album. We owned this. Me, I didn't actually own own the album. It was a burned version. Whoa, that's piracy. Uh-huh, but I listened to it all the time. Seriously. I'm calling the cops. I pay for it now. <laughs> or you just walk across the street, you pansy. I'm not going to go talk to that guy. His dog sucks. His dog does suck. <laughs> 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 So I guess that we should go ahead and uh, start this bitch. Yes, they are not currently active, no. by the way. They have been active at different points because it looks like it was 93 to 98, 2000. Maybe they had an idea and then let it go. 2002 to 2015, the longest time they were a band. And then for the last five years, nothing. I know they worked with... Uh yeah. Sir Mix a lot at one point. I don't know when that was in their career. If that was in the 2000 run, I wonder if they kicked those nasty thoughts. I'm assuming they did. All right. Well, let's start this album with the title track. Just kidding. There isn't one. It is a self-titled album. Song number one. Track number one. Kitty. already good from the very first three seconds and it's i don't know much about them but i feel like discussions in the past it it sounds like they're more of a studio type band i don't know about that that's why i remember having a conversation maybe with you years ago we were debating if they what they really were made up of because it's not like the songs themselves are very intricate but they're very catchy and fun. Yeah, they're awesome. I don't know if they were a studio band. I mean, they were... I don't mean like a studio band, but just that they weren't as much of a touring band. 
I have no clue. I have no insight on that. The only thing I have the insight of is that they don't have all the strings on the bass or the guitar. Do you know anything about why that choice was made? Well, if it's anything like any band that has done that in the past that I've known of, because the bass player he's only got two bass strings, and the guitar player only had uh, three guitar strings. I think it's to get away from wanting to noodle around and just write solid, uh, good songs. I know there's a band called Sepultura. They didn't put all the strings on there because they didn't want to get into like solos and stuff. They just wanted to write a good full song and just stay in the rhythm and not, you know, get try and get fancy and do extraneous, uh, pompous kind of stuff. I was definitely wrong about that, I just want to say. They definitely toured to yeah. promote their first two albums. I assume. I, I would have fucking... It would have been a good goddamn time seeing these guys. I've watched videos of them playing live, and it looks fun. By the way, this is the first time on the listens that I've noticed there's somebody in the background on this part going... Just random. This part used to make me go, oh fuck. Someone's. Can I hear him? I'm listening to this. And when I first listened to this album, I would only listen to like three songs when I was younger. It would be this one, Peaches, and uh, I don't even know the other one. Lump? Maybe. This was an album that I did enjoy all the way through. I mean, it's. All the songs are in the same world, so yeah, it's not like one song's like a glam metal song, which of course it wouldn't be. So you get this consistent album where if you like one song, you're probably gonna like the next song. And they're not perfect; it's just fun, up tempo. Mm-hmm. It's almost nerdy. I think in it a sounds way. nerdy. And it's almost it's almost got a punk attitude to it without being a punk band, but it's got this edge to it where you're like. Hey, these guys don't care about making some glorious opus song. They just want to fucking jam and put the feels out there. So I guess the bass guitar and lead vocalist, Chris Ballou, who was the... uh, I mean, he had a hand in forming the band, but he had previously been in a punk busker band called egg i don't know what punk busker is well busking is when you just go out on the street yeah. and you uh play for money that's what it took me to to busking yeah. so a punk busker that makes sense just they probably got the acoustic street. guitars and play edgier music but on an acoustic guitar not mm-hmm. play like bob dylan but playing something with some fucking energy a guy hitting buckets i don't know it says that the first album that they actually recorded before this, which would have been about the same year, I don't. I wonder how many of those songs were on both. It was called Froggy Style, but it was a ten song cassette that they they sold the cassette at shows. Froggy Style, man. Froggy Style. Ribbit. And then they signed with the label in a tiny Seattle label record company, and uh, we get this. We get this release. I wonder if they made this and then sold it to a bigger company. 
you know, some some bands they make the album and then they shop it around for distribution and uh, representation. Whereas other bands, the label you know hires them to make an album. I wouldn't be surprised if they just made the album and then sold it out. That way, you don't have a lot of uh, record company intervention. People getting on your shit like, "Oh, could you change that chorus? Yeah, could you not say fuck you, Kitty?" Because people love kitties, and they don't necessarily want you to be aggressive. Well, it sounds like, because there is an a, what is it, like a 25th anniversary, whatever. We're listening to it from this album, yeah, the anniversary version, that has like twice as many tracks on it. And it says that uh, they did release a limited edition blue vinyl single for Fuck California, which is not on this but they definitely seem to have had that punk attitude still in a way like you said like it's like nerd punk so it's not it doesn't get like super punk but it's still rock it's not like political it's not like fuck the system it's just like I no think, we're going to do what we want like, if we're going to write a song about a cat we're going to write a song about a fucking cat that's true but they are known for being political in the sense that they, I guess they performed for Bill Clinton at a Democratic Party fundraiser. They supported John Kerry in 2004. They, uh, says the president's released a single on NPR, an NPR show detailing the journey of Barack Obama in celebration of his inauguration as president. And the band endorsed Bernie Sanders in 2016. So they're political in their lives. They've just never heard a political song. They'll play like at political places, but correct. Like, because I mean, there's like a whole category of politics here on Wikipedia for them. But really, but they don't actually because just because they support people. But yeah, they don't actually sing about it. It's all very similar. Why don't you just kiss a kitty? I just kissed a kitty. You keep trying kitty, to get him kitty, to... Kitty, 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 kiss it. To kitty, talk. Kitty, 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 kiss it. He's not being vocal. He's not, which is... Did you get what there you wanted? You <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> kitty ran up and scratched me on my gut. Meow. <laughs> kitty ate all of the hair off his butt. Yeah, he did. That fucking rat-ass looking motherfucker. He looks awful. I hate the idea of having to take him to the vet. Does it look like it's starting to grow back, though? No. I think it does. He's eating it more and more. He's eating it off of his legs. It's, it's Plus, getting worse. I've been worse. eating it, too, so it's not helping the situation. <laughs> I don't know anything about you eating anything. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to track two, Feather Pluckin'. What a, what a clever way to not say motherfucking. Clever boys. Clever girl. That's a movie I like to call Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park? Yeah. Clever girl. Clever girl. Oh, okay. I thought that that's technically from Silence of the Lambs, though. No, I'm talking fucking Jurassic Park. I'm not sure if I've even seen Silence of the Lambs all the way through. I think I've seen the whole movie, but in different parts at different times in my life. I just like, I like so all goofy. the tones. I like the way his voice sounds. I like the drums. I like the guitars. And the lyrics are never really saying anything important. No, and that's awesome. It's just goofy. Yeah. 
I love that. I don't need it to be serious. I prefer it to not be serious. I'm a fan. I also think that the guy that puts the three guitar strings on his guitar, I think those are bass strings. Is this based on the sound, or is this something I that you I read? read not, don't hold me to that, but... I won't hold you people, at all. Because people are pointing out that, I don't know, 90% of the stuff I say is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, but we keep being called a news source as well, which is oh, their yeah. fucking fault. <laughs> We're not fake news. We're not news in any way. No. We're your misinformation podcast. There you go. I like that. America's favorite misinformation podcast. Uh-huh. That works. You know what? And I also don't listen to any podcast that doesn't have them say something wrong all the time. Uh-huh. You know why? Because it's people talking. <laughs> with no research. Just humans. It's not like we're reading with off of a bunch of notes in front of us. We used to do notes in the beginning, but... Fuck notes. No notes now. No notes now. We're no note Nancy's. And if you bring notes on, I'll criticize you, apparently. <laughs> you will. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. It's got like this... It's got like an edge to it, but it's also like laid back. It's the weirdest combo that they somehow pulled off. Where It's, it's so down the line of being like family-friendly and yeah. rock at the same time. Yeah. yeah, like most of these songs, if you had a kid, you could listen to it. With them at any age. They could be four and being like, talking about peaches. Now, literally every song except for the first song, which is the one that I would say it would get most children's attention if when you hear grown men meowing like kittens. Yeah. it's I loved that song when I was younger. I still do love that song, but... Well, and it has that, I don't want to say dangerous aspect, but yeah, like the rest of the album is technically clean and you don't want a parent to hear you jamming out fuck you kitty you're gonna spend the night right. even though it's that one part too yeah, one part but you didn't you have a situation where someone's mom walked down the stairs when that one part of the song was that you or was it someone else it was someone i know they were listening to it with a friend and they were listening to it, and then right before the fuck you kitty part came on okay that's what it the was. mom came down i was like what are you listening to you can't have this and it's like Give us the rest of the album. It's wholesome completely for the rest of the mm-hmm. album. The only thing that you could even get weird about, and you shouldn't, is saying the words naked and famous at the end. Like, And even then, it's like, is naked supposed to be a a bad thing? Like, as long as it, it's not like he's going like, get naked, girl. And show me your titties. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. we, you, uh, you came into this world a naked babe. I came into this world wearing overalls. You wear overalls, and you need a haircut, tramp. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, it's from a song. I can't remember her name. It's I think it's like Carla something and Otis Redding. There you called go. Tramp. Tramp. Tramp is a funny word. You wear overalls. And you need a haircut. And you need a haircut, tramp. Most people need a haircut right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not me though. I'm growing this mug on. Out. I was gonna say mug too. <laughs> it's horrible. It, it is just a mop of crap. It's like someone mopped a bathroom with my head. <laughs> someone mopped a bathroom with your head. Mm-hmm. Turned you on over. Dipped you into the water. 
Yeah, the toilet water. Toilet water and swabbed I up mop the- my bathroom <laughs> with water from the toilet. What I do is I put that toilet bowl cleaner in there. I swish it around all over the sides. And then uh, before I flush, baby, I just put my mop in there and I use that water because it's cleaner in there. It's cleaner water. <sighs> there was some video where this girl who cleaned toilets was proving that her toilet cleaning abilities were the best. And to show it, she licked parts of the toilet. I hope that she gets sick and dies. She didn't. No. I mean, she might have now. That was a few years ago. I'm saying in the future. I'm sure it'll happen when she's old, but yeah, I hope she gets sick and dies. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember some show? It was about phobias. I was like on VH1 or one of those kind of channels. I don't remember that. This girl was so afraid of germs that... The doctor took her to the gas station, and she, she, at first she didn't even want to get out and use her hands to pump the gas, and he mm-hmm. was like, you have to. So he made her pump the gas, and then when she put the nozzle back on, he was like, all right, now I want you to lick the handle. And she was like crying and crying, and he was like, no, you got to get over this germ thing. He was like, we're going extreme here. Lick the handle. That's too fucking extreme. <laughs> Just, just, as I'm saying, it sounds bad. Lick the handle. Yeah, it's horrible. It turned my stomach upside down. Because all she needs to do, if she is that phobic of germs, then she needs to just pump the gas, get back in her car, and drive her car home. And not use any like and hand sanitizer. Wash her hands when she gets home. But touch the steering wheel, touch her keys, touch her card. Touch it all. She mm, Touch it. <laughs> To touch it real good. She would also wash her hands like 47 times a day. So her hands were like miserable. But she'd also use hand sanitizer on top of that. Her hands were so torn. Which, yes. She Your means- song's heavy today. And I don't know any of them besides two so far. There could be a reason why I feel extra musical today. Who knows? This is my, this is my Marilyn Manson. I saw a dumb ass fucking meme And I feel like I've seen a version of it in the past But last night it made me fucking laugh And it was Banana Nana It was a banana and a picture of an old lady So it was like banana nana Banana nana Banana Banana nana (laughs) (laughs) The beautiful people (laughs) It was so stupid but it made me laugh Banana nana Banana, nana, banana, nana, banana, banana, nana. Oh, uh, I, I don't feel you, and I don't see you, banana. That's a banana with a peel. Wow, that was stupid. Can we move on that before was, I kill myself? <laughs> Everything that just happened right now was very rough. Yeah, and actually, I'm trying to. I need to get to the fucking. I need to find the. Actual, because I know that they had they had four um, singles off of this. I know Kitty was technically the first. Really? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Kitty was the first single, and we are going to listen to Lump, which was the second single. And there was one reason why I knew this song. The man himself? The man. The legend. Weird Al Yankovic And his cover Gump 
Yeah, I still don't really know the words to this, but I do know the words to Gump. <laughs> I mean, this came out around the same time frame, so I did know the song, but I knew that first, and I knew it more. Oh, yeah. Gump, for sure. But, but I know it very well. I know Lump very well now. In the end of his version, he does that, and that's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. And I think the presidents took that, and they that's how they finished this song. That's correct. After that came out. Now, when they would perform it live, they That's would. awesome. It's so cool when people embrace Weird Out taking their uh, song and doing something with it. I don't see why people would get offended, unless it's people who have, who take themselves too fucking seriously. I would would be so ecstatic if Weird Weird Out did one of my songs. Be like, what, you know who I am? This is insane. I can actually... I would tell my... Uh, people who handle all the business I'd be like well maybe but he's got to call me and ask just so I can talk to him and then what he talks about I'd be like this was the point just to get you to talk to me of course you can use my song give him my number <laughs> first Weird Al concert I went to uh, we waited afterwards to try and meet him and this big beefy fucking security guard came out to me and my mom and he was like look if you don't have a backstage pass you're not getting there we were just I was heartbroken. I don't know about my mom. She was probably like, yeah, thank God I can leave now. <laughs> but she loved Weird Al, too. I'm so. sure that she was just doing that for you, though. What, waiting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she genuinely wanted to go to the concert. I mean, most kids, they want to go to a concert that the parent is just like, ah, fuck. I got to go see Teletubbies live. Ugh. But if you get to see somebody you actually enjoy, you're going to take that opportunity. I've seen Weird Al with three different people. <laughs> you, my mom, and my brother. It's a family thing. Yeah, and we, Sharon and her ex were with us one time as well. One time. The one time I've seen him. You got to up that. I agree. Yeah, so that was Lump. By the presidents of the United States of America, and we talked about Gump from Weird Al Yankovic the entire time, the whole time. We didn't say anything about Lump other than I know the song because hey. of Gump. Take that, presidents. It makes sense. <laughs> Casually remarked. Waiting for the buzz with his hand in his pocket. He just kept saying life was like dinner. a box of chocolates. It is doesn't thinner. sound as full as I remember it sounding. And usually it does a very good job of making the production quality sound like the actual song. Maybe it's because it hasn't been remastered or anything. Maybe, that's true. We are listening to a remastered version, aren't we, of The Presidents? Yes. That's what I it's fucking classic. I know, man. Because, like, I can b- picture the video right now. Oh, yeah. Them, like, on the water fountain, uh-huh. just running around in the water fountain. With their bendy guitars. <laughs> Al's got, yeah. Second uh, video to feature bendy guitars. And then Al's got that bald fucking head, but still the mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. It's fan fucking tastic. It's very porno sexy Weird Al. Porno sexy Weird Al. Porno sexy Weird Al. Which really, that was him until he shaved the mustache. 
Yeah, it was porno stash for most of his career. And that hair, porno hair. I wish you would go back to that. I do too, but it would be probably thin and light. Maybe. It's interesting to hear him say slut. Yeah, sometimes he says words that I'm like, wow, Weird Al, say that? Oh yeah, on his last album, he said boobs. (gasps) Ow. I know. There's this really hilarious skit that... Uh, we now put on Al TV where like, he's going to a limo and all these girls are running up and trying to like, you know, they're beating on the limo as like trying to get to him. Yeah. And he just takes out a paint roller like that you paint your house with and just paints the window black. <laughs> it's fucking genius. How about that? Uh, can we just stop there now? Because <laughs> this has turned into the Weird Al podcast. I'm, we've already done a Weird Al episode, too, but it's hard to not just give him the respect that we believe he deserves. It's a huge part of my childhood. Same. And still. Yes. My <laughs> ongoing childhood. He's still a part of it. It's wonderful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to the next track on the album, Stranger. Brings it down a little bit. For a little bit. I don't... It's... Part of me thinks that I wouldn't enjoy it. You. Because it's so mellow, but... It's still got this weird fucking punk rock edge. And the fact that he brings up... Kitties on the Kitties of a form in three songs on this album is awesome. Oh, yeah. In dark, dark. See, I think when I was younger, this would have been one I would have skipped. And now it's absolutely... I don't skip any track on this album. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me to decipher which one is my least favorite. True. Maybe. Actually, no, that's not true. Straight from L.A. You seem cool for a naked chick in a booth. Let's be pals someday. I love this part. In other words... Put some clothes on and call me. I saw you. Those drums are awesome. And when we listen to albums from the mid 90s, it makes me miss mid 90s tones because it was before they were uh, replacing drums with samples. Uh So now all drums sound so over processed Uh and and the same because they're all pulling from the same goddamn samples. Yeah. So to hear like the snare tone, and it's like, no, that's his snare tone. It's not, I didn't buy a collection of snares and it's replaced. It's fucking, it's a real goddamn drum. Yeah, I, I think that's probably part of what I like about the 90s sound so much. And it, 90s alternative for really because they had that full sound. My God, when we listen to... I can't remember the actual album, but that Rage album that yeah. Kirk brought, my God, like just the sound, it's so big and powerful and... Analog recording still, not recording digital, onto tape. Mm-hmm. So you get the warmth. I know this is going to get technical and nerdy, but you could, now if you turn the microphone up too loud and it clips, it gets a horrible shitty sound. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you could go too far with it and it would get a horrible shitty sound but you could overload the mic just a little bit and it gave like this raw thick saturation to it Uh and you don't get that with digital tones 
So it's just, I'm, I miss that sound. I wish I could, I think I said this with Kirk, I wish I could record analog. It would just sound so much better. You gotta be friends, Dave Grohl. I guess. And use that classic analog soundboard that he bought. I don't know if he's recording to tape, though. It's about what you record onto. I feel like he... I feel like he stayed true to that. Because then didn't they have a performance where they recorded? I can't remember. It's been a while since we watched that documentary. But weren't there... I think he had artists come in and they recorded a song together on it. But to tape? I think so. I mean, so. you can go through that analog board and you're still going to digital at the end. No, I think that he... I think he's doing it the old way to get that sound. Good. I know for a minute there, there were a lot more studios popping up that were offering that. Like, hey, you, we have digital, but we also have analog. But if you want to record analog, it's a little bit more pricey because it takes longer to set up. And, and you, you have to use actual fucking tape. Yeah, and you can't edit as well. You can edit with that analog, but you have to have a guy that's good and knows how to cut tape and put it together. Oh, you mean when people were actually expected to be talented musicians? <laughs> yeah, or embraced when it wasn't perfect. No, but they still had a talent. Yeah. So there was a reason that it was liked. If it was all just shit, then people wouldn't like it. If it was bad music, bad yeah. vocals, all of it. Yeah. And now it's just, eh, copy and paste that real quick. And I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not a stranger <laughs> to, that's the song that we just listened to, um, <laughs> to the, the more modern sounds, but I definitely appreciate that full analog sound way more. It seems like, Digital still lends itself better to... Especially in remastering cases and such. Yeah, but I think it still lends itself better to digital music. Digital. You know, like hip-hop stuff where it's Uh not real instruments, where it's actual digital instruments or digital beat making. When it's a rock and roll band and it's just four guys, you know, bass player, guitar player, singer, and drums, Uh I think that lends itself better to tape. As long as the guys can perform well, which is back onto the point that you made like you have to pull it out you can't mm-hmm. you can't rely, rely. Mm-hmm. on oh well they can fix it after i'm done which i think happens a lot mm-hmm. i mean i've done it myself because i know i can fix it too but i don't like doing i'll just that. get that in post yep yeah and then you just settle for mediocrity at the source and then at the end you're like hey that mixer <laughs> the guy who mixed the album he made it sound great yeah well you didn't really do it dude <laughs> Well, let's listen to the next track, Bull Weeble. Love this groove. Me too. I keep hearing so much more things with headphones on than I've ever heard. Get down. His name is Bull Weeble. Check him out. He spends all day. It's almost got a country singer tone sometimes. Yeah, I think so. But almost like a ska sound to his voice as well. Yeah. And it, again, I've said it twice already, but even his vocals are clean, but still have like this weird punk rock edge to it, where it's just, it's got an attitude in it, but he's not being I think a it's dick, the attitude. but it's, it's just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a nihilism going back to rancid and punk. It's, it's that I don't really give a shit. I'm just hanging out. I'm looking at bugs and kitties and just like the small things, the little things in life. Bugs and kitties and peaches are this album. <laughs> Is this talking about masturbation though? 
What, in general? Or the let letting the, tube the shine? Letting the tube shine. I think it's about an actual TV. Because he stays at home and just watches TV from the sounds of the song. Does bull weevil stand for something? Is it like a known phrase? It stands for anything. I know it's a bug. <laughs> oh, it is? I think so. Come on, bug, it's just a little bug. Yeah. But I don't... I'm sure he was masturbating while I was sitting at home all the time. I get that tube shining. But I mean, this is 94, so people still had probably tube televisions left. Mm-hmm. Which if you break a tube TV, it fucking blows up. I remember not seeing it personally, but seeing video of it. Like somebody hit it with a baseball bat and it's actually like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or something accidentally getting thrown into the screen and like, a ball of smoke comes out the top. I saw a video one time of a guy who used a tube television and hooked up like a Blu-ray player to it and had to get so many converters. It was like his goal was to be able to watch a Blu-ray. Netflix? Oh, I thought it was Netflix or something. I don't know. It was a tiny little YouTube video, but his goal was to watch high-definition on an analog tube TV, and he was like... It, it said it it brings back because I don't know about you but for me I do miss grainy kind of bad looking stuff like when and horror movies are trying too, to get it with that other that TV in the bedroom yeah when, when certain horror movies were better on VHS because they were kind of shitty looking and you couldn't see everything and you couldn't see when the effect was bad that's a problem I have with horror movies I think sometimes they're too dark and it's just two up in the air. Here it comes. I love that yeah. part so much. And it's things like that that you're, you... They were just having fun. Just goofy people, yeah. And then they were going, no, leave that in. Oh. Of course, leave that in. Come on, bug, it's just a little bug. It's perfect. All right, we are going to listen to one more song, and then we are going to take a break. This was the third and... Easily most known single by this band and this album. Peaches. Kobe. I don't really remember when this song came out. I remember it being huge. And I remember when I would hear it on the radio. I would just be like... Just so excited because it was weird. I wasn't used to. I mean, I listened growing up. My mom would like listen to country music, and my dad would listen to whatever classic, rock. all kinds of different music. Yeah. So it seemed like there were there's more like a story being told, or it was about like love or something. So this, as far as just being, not that I hadn't listened to Weird Al, but still, it, it's kind of still in that same vein of just being completely goofy. No, I've n- I'd never heard a song that was written lyrically like this before. Yeah. Imagine being in a band where the guy comes up to you and he says, Hey, I wrote a song about just eating peaches, just sitting around eating peaches. Uh, 98% of people in bands would be like, Come on, man, let's get serious about this. <laughs> I would fucking love to be in a band that's like, Hey, I wrote a song about eating an apple the other day. Yeah, they'd be like, I don't even need to hear it. Like, <laughs> just ignore it. Yeah, oh, I, I just love it. Have you listened to any other President's albums? No. I haven't either. Mm-mm. This is a one and done for me. But I've never had really any interest. I've never thought about anything beyond it. And I, I think it's because, to me, that this album is so good 
that I feel, I, I, it feels like, and I don't know if it's because it's just their popularity, I think I always just judged it like they didn't get any better than this and any other albums. Were we really don't know, really? No, but that was my prejudgment that my the songs that I maybe don't like as much is probably more what I would get otherwise. That's, that's the shitty part about being in a band that makes such a good album. Can never live up to it. I mean, some people can. And you might have lived up to it. It's just a lot of people still don't even try. Like, they're fine with the one. How do you recreate the, like, success of something that you didn't really give that much of a shit about from the way it sounds? It's like, there's a fine line of caring, but putting enough nonchalance in it that you get this sort of a product out of it. Or, Or, like like Dookie where like they cared and it was clean but there was still just like this attitude like I don't fucking give a shit kind of thing about it that let's care about the stuff that we should care about mm-hmm. let's just make but a good song I just think it makes it more appealing yeah I agree like that I don't like peaches by the way I'm I know not you don't about the song. I just don't like a peach what about the artist peaches uh, sucking on my titties like they want oh, me, calling me all Christ. the time. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> I thought we were gonna. I thought we were talking about peaches and herb. <laughs> peaches of peaches, huh? What? Horrid. Oh, horrid. <laughs> well, let's take a break. We're going to, and I, I explained the the parody the christian parody band um earlier to you but apologetics is their name we've listened to a track before for communication breakdown i can't remember it was like communion something (laughs) i don't remember what it was called but i played it on an episode before um but this is a parody of peaches called preachers what so we'll, we'll listen to this a little bit and then we'll go out on break millions of preachers this is very bass heavy. I was about to say, well, that's a lot of fucking bass. A lot of bass. Moving through the country, gonna see a lot of preachers. Hate it. Moving through the country, gonna I gotta hear a lot of this. Moving through the country, gonna hear a lot of preachers. Moving through the country, gonna see a lot of preachers. More punk sounding. Uh huh. It sounds horrible. <laughs> How do you get to a point in your life? Eat a lot of preachers. <laughs> How do you get to a point in your life where you just your whole musical career is parroting? popular songs but putting the lord into it how fucking lame can you be i mean people can argue that weird al does that with food but he's at least funny and clever and it sounds good (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right millions of preachers preachers for me (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll take. Hold on, we'll fade out here in a little bit. Okay, I gotta know what's getting ready to happen. I'm always, I'm always, I'm always almost ready to go, and something happens. Uh huh. 
special performance from Sam of the Couple of Critics podcast. I'm tired of everyone giving shit to my hero Wes Blanton from Poodle of Mud. So I decided to do this cover of his cover. Here we go! Oh yeah. I need an easier friend to with an you two land, I do think you get this shoe. I do want you have a clue. Take advantage while you hang me out to try. But I can't see you every night. <laughs> I do. I do. That one goes out to you, West Command Lantern. I love you. Oh, fuck. This is Fuck the Pain Away by Peaches. That's what it's called? Fuck the Pain Away? Sure is. Jesus Christ. We have to hear the part. Excuse me. Everyone's really excited about this. Yeah, they are, everyone. Sucking on my titties like you wanted me, calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind, it's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh, what? God. <laughs> I hated her voice, I hated everything. <laughs> so bad and hilarious to me. Turns out I don't like peaches in any form. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I thought I would just add to it. Actually, Peaches was the, wasn't she the nickname of the lady who was the hippie singer that was on Flavor of Love and then we saw yep, her yep. when she was with Parliament Funkadelic for a bit. Oh a yeah, that's right. She had roller skates on. Not when we saw her. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. At least the one time. One time. She was skating around, and she wore like a a uh, band uniform, like a fancy conductor. I don't remember. We, I, know, I remember seeing her twice. That's when I was on Mushrooms at the, uh, the oh, big one. Oh, at the Kentucky like fair thing. Yep. I want to bring this up. I looked it up while we were on break. Okay. About their instruments. They played the Git bass and the bass guitar. Get bass. So they both played guitars, but the bass player put two bass strings on a guitar, and that's what he played as the bass. So it didn't have bass pickups or anything in it. It was just <clears throat> like a guitar with bass strings on it. And then the it was just <clears throat> yeah. I just did some <laughs> top dollar toot. <laughs> and then the guitar player, he just put real thick fucking strings on it. It wasn't bass strings. It was just real heavy gauge strings. So I was half right on that. And there's actual no bass guitar at all. Just a bass with fucking bass strings on it. His name is Sam. He was half right. It's usually about 
about the what with the cases. Well, but the cases. Oh, I get, I get no respect. <laughs> I love your impressions. I do bad impressions. Anyone else you want to hear? Hey, I get no respect. I'm a ladybug coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm getting no respect. Hey. You're way better. <laughs> you gotta hey. do a little quiver. I, uh, you do a little Robin quiver and you punch her in the face like Mike Tyson. Who the fuck is Robin Quiver? Hey, it's who Mike Tyson was married to and went to jail for uh, beating up. Was she a popular person? Or she was, was it an actress. Okay, I don't know who the fuck it is. It's because you don't respect women or care to learn their names. <laughs> bingo! Someone's got to bingo! <laughs> I forgot how hilarious that scene was until we saw it again recently. Not the movie, but the scene. Robin Quiver, let's see. No, Robin Quivers is on... Yeah, that's the lady from... Uh, Howard Stern Show. No, I was thinking, who was the Mike Tyson ex Robin something else? Look who her up. Who did Mike Tyson beat... Well, it, he beat a lot of people up. He was a, he was a beater-upper. A lady. <laughs> it wasn't Robin Quivers, but it was Robin something. Givens? Robin Givens. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Sam. No problem, Sam. <laughs> All right. Now we... Be, <laughs> Mike Tyson beat up Robin Quivers, and now fucking Howard Stern is pissed. I think he'd probably let it slide. Okay, they're, they're still a duo. Uh-huh. After all these years. Yeah. He loves his Robin Quivers. I'll say this. I hate old Howard Stern. Like, it's not funny to me, and he's mm-hmm. just extreme for extremes case and mm-hmm. it's not interesting but when he put that all to the side and just was a regular interviewer and like you know he's still kind of raunchy mm-hmm. but then it was way more fucking interesting was it was he on the conan podcast i feel like yeah, he, was, he was and that was he described kind of how he used to be and the change and the maturity that happened. And uh, yeah, I, I also did not like Howard Stern then, but I like him now. I don't, I mean, I don't watch, what is it, like America's Got Talent or whatever that he... Oh, was he on that? He's been a judge in the past. I'm not sure if he still is. I mean, he might be, but I don't know. You imagine he's on that and he's like, that was a good juggling act. Now show me your tits. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if it's like... Ah, I only saw the top half of you because I can't see over my nose. Wow. <laughs> a big nose joke. <laughs> I don't know if I should categorize it as a joke. It was really bad. Big nose comment. All right. Does that say that that product contains nicotine? They all say that. Even if they don't contain nicotine? Yeah, it's just a sticker. Okay. Well, I've got a sticker on me that says, I do contain salt. It's that salt life. Mm-hmm. I'm when I hang out with cows, they lick me. Mm-hmm. Horses too. All right, let's uh, let's get back into this. Presidents of the United States album, Dune and Buggy. This is fucking classic tones. Oh, I classic love it. Sounds and for us, more of a classic album. And his bass drum sounds good. It's not super clicky. Still got a high end to it, but it's. And he doesn't have a deep voice, but he can hit low notes. Yeah, he can hit high notes too. 
sand. So, and then, like we were talking about the lyrics earlier, this is about. Anyway, I wrote a song about a little spider. Got a little car. He just drives around in a little car with a spider wife. Hey, man, go for it. <laughs> I mean, it's got a rubber band motor, Michelle. Quit spinning that web and come out and play in the sun. This is like a fun, wholesome song, too. Just makes you Except feel for this good. part. You can't say ass in family songs. Uh, what if you say astral? Astral Levine? Yeah, astral Levine. It's a sin. I mean, we all know the real Avril Levine isn't alive anymore, but... Not everyone believes that, Sam. I'm so sick of fucking conspiracies, by the way. Sam. Jesus Christ. Especially when someone hassles me on Facebook because I'm like, you're saying things that are crazy. And then they're like, man, just just live in peace and don't live in fear. And then check out this fucking far-fetched conspiracy theory. Stop fear. What? <laughs> Get I'm out of, of here. I'm tired of all conspiracies. I hate it when... Because this drives me crazy in my job. When I'm, I've done this for a while now, I know what I'm talking about because I see it, I do it every fucking day. And then someone that comes in and tells me the complete opposite and thinks they're right. And it's like, no, I'm the, I'm the expert in this situation. Listen to my advice. So I extrapolate that to all conspiracy theories when you have like... A scientist who's been working his whole fucking life And then someone's just like Nah, that's not how science works And he's like Yes, that's exactly how science works And they're like Nah, the government obviously got to you as paying you off And they're sitting there like well, Where's my fucking check? I'm not getting paid off here It's like Jim Norton joke When he's talking about flat earth And he's like So what? Every sea captain and every person who Captains a boat They're all in on this conspiracy? They uh -huh. all get a check for uh -huh. Yeah, exactly uh -huh. The world is not flat, goddammit. <laughs> and as he also said, the wonderful Jim Norton, what do we benefit from saying the opposite of what it is anyway? Yeah, right. Like, why, if it's flat, why would we be spreading the news that it's round? Where's the benefit? No benefit at all. No, it's pointless. That was great when we watched that Flat Earth movie, <sighs> and they got that real, like, sensitive... Uh, instrument that was supposed to feel the rotation or something like that. Uh -huh. And they calculated it like, well, if it's actually round, we should be getting this number. And then at the end, they get that fucking number and then they're like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, they try to chalk it up to being an accident or something like they couldn't <sighs> accept it. And it's like, no, this is the very thing with people not accepting things that don't fit their agenda. And I, I hate that yeah. phrase so much, but it's so fucking true. It's true. Because, it, I mean, it's irritating when someone's like, this is, they're only doing that because it fits their agenda. But, like, that's what so many people do. That's what news sources do because they're biased. It sucks. It's stupid. Hey, evidence in front of my face. But I'm still going to believe the thing that none of this supports. Man, but I found a video on YouTube about ah. it. <laughs> drives me nuts and then it's and then when it doesn't fit their whatever they've decided their in their head then they just they take out the easy they take the easy route and go oh well that's the government lying to you like, mm -hmm. oh don't you have a very convenient convenient excuse right at the end when you've been proven wrong yeah you have something to say about everything that the other person has to say but 
when you're actually expected to have answers and reasoning. Yeah. And I'll say this. Nah. There have been true conspiracies. Oh, but yeah. For every hundred, what, maybe five were an actual one? <laughs> it's just that most of these are fueled by fucking dumbasses who think that they're super smart and I don't know where they get their information from just someone else who says it versus scientists and people who've been studying this their whole life and yeah, who have been yeah. to school for this and yeah. who have done breakthrough studies and come out with interesting things that we didn't know before. <laughs> yeah. But uh, And then there was, they always like, well, I found a website. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Anybody can make a website. They can write anything they want. And I remember, I don't remember what podcast it was on, but a guy was talking about how I made a fake thing to study to see how far it would go. And then before I know it, a bunch of people think it's true. And now I feel bad because now I put disinformation out there, misinformation. And it's now I fucked up a whole generation of people because now they think this is true. I made it up. I made it up out of nowhere. But you're also supposed to cross-reference sources, and a lot of people don't do that. They just see one thing that says it and say, this is fact. Oh, I read I it. Instead of maybe look even a simple Google sometimes. <laughs> Give it a Goog, and sometimes you will get either absolutely nothing from what you believe to be true. Or 40 other pages that I tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Uh, Sam. Yes. We are not going to make it. We're not. Do it again. Do it again. Love it. <laughs> Whoa. Gonna make it. This song is excellent. A million better songs. <laughs> so good. And I think that's Singers where the, who can sing. I think it's where the nihilism in the realism comes into effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who the fuck are we? We're guys writing songs about cats and peaches. And bugs. Don't forget about the bugs. <laughs> no, no. I can't you ever forget can't about the bugs. Forget about all the bugs. No, we don't. Nah. And sometimes the drums sound different. I don't know if that's because of different production values, because a record company sometimes will be like, these are the three hit songs, really produce that. This does have a little less of a produced sound to it. The drums, for sure. That's where I'm hearing it, is in the drums. Or if they recorded it at different times. I don't know. I also wonder sometimes if they are a band who did it live. Okay, let's just mic it all. Let's just get this done. Yeah. And if we gotta overdub something, we'll fix it afterwards. There's something almost on every song that's goofy. They just go out of their way to be dumb. Yeah. Come on, buggy, just a little bug. It's perfect. (laughs) It's a fun time. It enforces the uh, attitude of just. Have some goddamn fun. So I don't know why this immediately popped in my head, but when okay. you say enforces, Billy enforces, it makes me think <laughs> of how stupid I am. <laughs> Is that what you were thinking of? Yes. So, <laughs> so the movie Dumb and Dumber. Yes. 
and this is a conversation that we've had, but I'm sharing this with the listeners. So for the longest time, someone is mowing outside. So I don't know if you can hear them. It's probably our dumb neighbor cleat mowing for the second time today. Or it's the other. It sounds like the other neighbor. Who needed to mow his lawn for four fucking weeks now. And needs to mow that lawn on his fucking head. <laughs> okay. So what was I talking about? I was talking Billy. about Billy and Forcey. So the whole fucking time, and I even say it like it's a word. The whole time I thought Billy, the kid who had a bird with a... He bought the bird. He bought the bird. That's head fell off. He's a blind boy. taped back together. I thought his last name was in Forcey. Yeah. Yeah, not, me too. Not Billy in Forcey. Which makes so much more sense. I don't even remember what it was. It was like watching it a few years ago and it just clicked in my head. And I was like, wait a minute. I have thought about this completely wrong. It makes more sense to be like, yeah, the kid in 4C. I was right there with you. I thought his name was Billy Billy in 4C. Like spelled like E-N-F-O-R-C-E-E in 4C. 100%. So if anyone else ever had, you're probably all smarter than us. But if any of you ever felt like that too and realized that at some point or hello, we're bringing this to your attention now. Probably not. Again, you're probably smarter We're than us. We're probably the only two people in the world <laughs> that thought it was. Hi, I'm Mr. Enforcey. Mr. and Mrs. Enforcey. You could have any last name in this country for the record. It's true. You could be Joe Handlebar. I should make a character. Joe Handlebar. I'm going to make a character named Billy Enforcey. <laughs> you should. There you go. Then he tapes animals back together. But this Billy Enforcey uh, tapes different pieces of animals together look i made a pigeon rat because he's a fucking weirdo let's kick out the jams this is the uh a cover of another album that you gave us yeah wait we've done mc5 no we didn't i don't know why i thought for a second that we did because i was thinking about figuring out what mc5 album to do i was like oh fuck is this gonna be a situation where i was trying to figure out to do an Alice Cooper album and then we did that album already. <laughs> Love it to death. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what some children did to animals and bugs in this album. Loved them to death. And then sold them to Billy and Forcey. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting cover because it's a musical cover and they take parts of the lyrics, but most of the lyrics are not the same at yeah. all. But you definitely have oh, yeah. the and they let me kick out the jane. And I remember when I started listening to this album again a few years ago, and I was really taking a dive into it. Mm-hmm. And I saw that kick out the jams was on, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna get to hear a cover. And I was completely like, wait, what? What are they doing? It's not. It's not the lyrics. Let we be who we am. <laughs> yeah, let's be stupid. It's perfect. Short song, too. Very much so. I'm going to let this roll on into Body. Which is the next track. Body. Ooh, roll into Body. You know, Billy and Forsey's body didn't work too well. No. I was going to try and work Jimmy Roll into Body in there somehow, but I don't... Jimmy Roll into Body. Jimmy Roll into Body. Little salamander, where did you go? I love this song. Always have. And I appreciate the sound, even though it's very mellow and laid back and there's very minimal everything happening. Always enjoyed it. I like the hi hats. 
I like the melody of the chorus a lot. I like the real hi-hats. I think he plays a very minimal drum set, too. You know, if we're death metal guys, they show up at shows with 80 fucking pieces they gotta put together. And then they play six of them. Or they have their spouses put them together for them. Did that happen? Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> at least that's a smaller drum set. Yeah. We're snarky about people we know. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Every time I question why people don't like me or why I assume people don't like me, it's probably because I remember that I'm this person. <laughs> and I know what goes on in my head. because you know what you are behind closed doors. Yeah, I know who I really am. <laughs> and I know it's bad. <laughs> it's mean. It's snarky. It's critical. It's judgmental. But if anybody says anything about me, whoo, wah. <laughs> I can give it, but I can't take it. I'm a huge buzz. Can't stand the heat, so get out the kitchen. Like you don't cook, no, you never cook. Only one of my house arrest officers gonna show up. I can't get your body out of my mind. I think it's pretty cool though that where my probation department is is like shut down. <laughs> and I shut down Red County. <laughs> yeah. It pushed back. Yeah, they're back stuff for you. So they can start a. But by the time, again, this comes out, this will be like a month from now. So we don't know what will be happening in the now. Things might be starting to open up again in a month. Let us know. No, please don't. <laughs> You're like, Michelle, today the economy is going like this. The Dow has. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say... Pl I mean, it's plunged so much. All it can really do is go up from here. Plummeted. Plunged Naka... Nika Left nine? I thought you were talking about Nakatomi no. Plaza. I was going to say like a neckline, but my dyslexia is getting way worse every day. Have you ever seen Die Hard? That's what Nakatomi Plaza is from. I have, but I don't really remember it because it was something that my dad watched. So I don't... I remember, you know, some things... I remember Alan Rickman at the end. Alan Rickman. Falling. Harry, Mr. Potter. You probably, you gotta remember fucking... I know him from Dogma, mostly. Yeah. You gotta remember uh, Carl Winslow in there too, right? Uh, no, I didn't. I know oh, that he was yeah. in it, but I, I didn't remember. Because there are other people that I've seen, like Red, are in the movie. I just don't remember because it's been so many years. Since you know, I have seen it. You know who was in the movie? Mr. Potter. Alan Rickman. That's the only way I can do an Alan Rickman impression. I'm trying to think of a dogma line, but I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't have a penis. Yeah, it was going to be something. I have no genitalia. <laughs> no genitalia. <laughs> you almost sounded like a... I have no genitalia. No genitalia. I'm Alan Rickman. One time you sounded like Lorne Michaels. <laughs> I'm I'm Alan Rickman. 
come back here with my show. That was a, <laughs> that was, that was not no, good. but for <laughs> your impressions, that was pretty good. Because <laughs> you're so I mean, yeah, bad. Yeah, it was nowhere near, but but for you, come that was back here with my good. show. Sure. <laughs> Do Michael Caine again. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's fucking good. Oh, it's so dumb. Okay, we are going to. Wait, Dune Buggy was actually the last of the four singles, by the way. Okay. And I don't remember, I definitely don't remember that, or Kitty, being songs that I heard like on the radio. No. It was only Lump and Peaches. Yep. I'm sorry, Gump and Preachers. <laughs> now we're going to let, we have just a few more songs left. Uh, let's, let's get a little more energy in this bitch. Let's listen to Back Porch. Listen to that. Bass guitar. Normally I hate country shuffles, but I'm all fucking in on this one. It's because it's not, it just has a, the, the right tinge of it without going too hard into it, and it still has a rock and roll. It's like an alternative sound. It's like a rockabilly sound. But not a rockabilly sound because I don't like rockabilly. Fuck you, Brian Setzer. Kitty at my foot Meowing out a conversation I wonder if he actually likes cats. I read something, whether or not it's true, that the cat stuff was inspired from by like a cat during the writing process. Someone had a cat that was very friendly. Oh, it was true. That's what I read. I don't know if that's true, though. Can't believe everything you read. Yeah, I think we had a conversation about that completely earlier. Completely earlier. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, you got a kitty at your foot? Yeah. It's meowing at a conversation. Total subsonic vacation. Got chicken on the drums. I like the part where he's talking. He's like, we had four string, three string, two string, no string guitars. I love this part getting ready to happen. You nailed it. I would have lost my nerve right at the last second and fucked it up. That happens a lot to me on this podcast where I get really excited and amped up and then I just fucking crash. <laughs> You've had a kitty all up in your shit. He's been sweet as fuck today. But you were even messing with him for a while it took him a while to get vocal and he's been back on you multiple times since our relationship gets sweeter and sweeter every day it used to be him and i were maniacs to each other and now it's like we get you would terrorize him for the fun of it because he would actually play and get fucking crazy now if you do that he like hits you once and leaves yeah he's a big plus Everything's fine, everything's beautiful, everything's great, I just feel so good. You know, I'm 70 years old and I'm slurping everything through a straw. But I'm God damn, I didn't even know he said that. Because you, you just need to listen. <laughs> I cannot understand anybody's lyrics most of the time. But how could you understand me doing it? Because you're sitting here in the room with me. You were, aren't you able to sing My Name is Mud? Yeah, after I read the lyrics 48 times. Okay. I, I, I have to see lyrics and 
say them a bunch. Do you remember the beginning of the second verse on My Name is Bud? Where he says, like, Dahmer, Abercrombie. I don't know all those words. My name is Mud, but call me Aloysius Dever Donder Abercrombie. That's long for Mud. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I have no idea what you're saying. I know the first part, like the first verse. But call me Aloysius Dever Donder Abercrombie. Dever Donder is not a word I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's supposed to be a name, I guess. Might stick now. The, the one that's actually impressive. Well, there's two songs that are impressive. One, another Primus song, which is the. Uh, What's Tommy, Tommy the Cat? Tommy the Cat. Tommy the Cat has a reeled back to clear whatever foreign matter or menace way into his mighty throat. Many a fat alarad and menace demise while staring point black down the cover of this barrel of this awesome prowling machine. Truly a one of Revenation or stuff of a predator. <laughs> and then, Tommy uh, the Cat has many stories to tell. And then what's Informer? How does that go? Informer. You know, Sedemus, 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 Mm-hmm. Skit about that. Or Imposter. And then Jim Carrey would just go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that part. All right, we have two more songs. Candy. I remember my friend Sharon, whose father is a dentist. She listened to this album around her dad on the boat once when they were out on the water. And she, there's a part where he's like, and the devil must be a dentist. And she's like, Dad, blah, blah. And he's like, I don't think that's what they're talking about. <laughs> that is what they're talking about. You specifically. <laughs> I remember going out on a boat with that same dentist. And he listened same. to... Uh, we listened to Margaritaville, motherfucker. We listened to Dire Jimmy Straits. Jimmy Buffett. Ow. <laughs> I would have rather been listening to Dire Straits than Jimmy Buffett. And I puked my guts out. Oh, wow. We also listened to Jimi Hendrix. And that was actually nice. It was nice to look over and see Mark singing along to If Six Were Nine. Huh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> For me, I remember, I only remember it was Dire Straits because he looked at me because I was, you know. Six the kid was who nine? Would, if Six was Nine. Okay, I said were because uh, I was trying to be grammatically correct. <laughs> if Six Were Nine. He looked over at me, and since I was, you know, Mr. Rock and Roll Kid or Metal Kid or whatever you want to say, I think he was trying to impress me. And he was like, I hey. call you. Nobody knows what you just said. Um, I don't know what you just that said. That was the point. Okay. <laughs> it was just supposed to be me uh, censoring myself and saying something very offensive. Well, anyway, okay. <laughs> Miss Interruptacon, he looked at me and said, Hey, you like Dire Straits? And I was just like, uh, what? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I am Interruptacon. <laughs> and he probably thought, you knew money for nothing. I think he had to tell me that's what it was. Because that song said faggot in it, and he thought <laughs> that you would like that song. I am Interrupticon. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Interrupticon. It's not seeing you again. Remember? That's an offensive robot. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. Or she. I don't know. It's a robot. It was a he. Okay. It had a robot dick. He had a robot dick. 
was a vibrator. That's what they call those. Uh, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. Oh, Ivan Von Destroycon. Do you remember this? Uh, yeah, it's your our future son's name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always said that I would actually do that and not give it the horrible last name of Iser. <laughs> I think Destroy a Con is a much better last name. <laughs> Ivan Von Destroy a Con. It's not a bad name. I've got a friend who's it's got hilarious. a son named Ivan. Yeah, Ivan's not a bad name. Ivan. Ivan Von Destroy a Con. It's very stern and obviously will destroy the world one day. I'm glad we never chose to uh, make babies. Me too. I can barely take care of myself. In fact, I don't really do. I can't also. I doubt. Oh, you can't also take care of yourself? Please continue. Uh, I can't talk. You can mow and join everyone else who's been fucking Fuck doing it. Dad, I mow once a week. <laughs> it's all you need to do. That's all I need to do. I was literally watching. Once a week. Literally watching that motherfucker mow next door, and it was doing nothing. I don't <laughs> even know how he knew where he, where he was. It was doing nothing. That's how he gets his exercise. I think he's just like, ah, fucking Betty's driving me crazy. I'm gonna go outside and mow again. For, well, it should only be about a twenty minute job, but since he's old, it's probably an hour. But yeah. At least he's active, I guess. He does it in like threes. I can't mow the lawn anymore, but I'll still do it four times a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like in 12 pieces. I bet when he was younger, he he was the kind of asshole that mows his lawn with a pair of scissors. He would mow your mom's lawn if she wouldn't yeah. do it because he couldn't stand it being next to his yeah. beautiful lawn. Yep. Fuck that. Leave us the fuck alone. Leave us alone, Cleet. I hope he heard that, which he didn't because the windows are closed. And he's a deafman. Deafman. A deaf, angry Republican. He's not deaf, but he's definitely angry. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook. He's one of those old people who share any and everything that's that's clearly not factual. That's just like hate-based. Hate-based clickbait. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, well, let's change the subject. We have one more song to listen to. Cool. And uh, let's listen to Naked and Famous. Also a classic song for me and my friends. Oh, really? Me and my friends. You have friends? I mean, not really anymore, <laughs> but... This whole album is a classic. It's so good. It's the bass is good. The analog recording, baby. You hear the bass. I wonder if you can extra hear the bass since it's guitar pickups, so they're not meant to be like real low bass or might get muddy sometimes. It's real bright. I like it. 30 foot Smurfs. 30 foot Smurfs. Everybody wants to be naked and famous. Did we do this song once? Yeah, we did. I'm sure it went over great for the hillbillies that watched us. Uh, Sharon and Bobby were there, and they are two people who share a love of this album with me as well. So they. I dedicated it to them. 
Maybe it was just more of a Sharon thing. I dedicated it to both, but I can't remember if it was something that Bobby liked. Since we so often disagree on things. I really don't know anybody that listens to this album. I'm sure my brother did. 30 foot smurfs. Jesse Gray, my sister. All into it? Jesse is who I would have gotten it. He would have burned it for me. See, I I think I got it as one of those, you know, get CD 13 club. CDs for a penny things. But I didn't really listen to the whole album. I didn't really listen to this whole album until a few years ago. I wish there was a way to go back and see what we got from either Columbia House or BMG Music. A like bullshit. The first go around. Bunch of bullshit. Blink-182. The list wasn't very good for a guy who listened to the music I listened to. I'd have to get, like, Fuel or Filter. One of those bands with an F. Ever Clear. Is that what the band's called? Yes. Anything else? You need any more help, Sam? Uh, Marcy Playground. That's one. There you go. My sister liked them. Beck, Odelay. I think I got Odelay through that thing. That's a and good one. Like, hey, what? This? I don't enjoy this. <laughs> Which I probably enjoy it way more now. Yeah, we reviewed it. We did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember it at all. We definitely did. <laughs> you remember nothing. Did I end up liking it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> See how well this works? Almost nothing sticks. The only thing that has stuck has been Umphreys. For you. I haven't listened to that in a long time. I call this cat on my lap a rat fink. Oh, that was a Misfits reference. Look at you. All the time. Drummer killed it right there. Never noticed that until just now. I don't know how you never noticed some of these things. I'm always doing shit. Because you don't really fully listen? I can't sit down and listen to things. I got shit to do. I got to listen to this while I'm painting a car. Yeah, you're in a room all by yourself. Why can't you listen? You don't have to sit down to listen to something. Because I'm paying attention to where I'm putting the fucking tape on the car. Okay. I thought that you proclaimed that you could multitask. I can, but I can't. I'm not going to hear every tiny little fucking detail. All right. So we are to the point of the podcast where it is time to go over some questions. Have you ever walked down the street and thought I have to ask some questions today and maybe give some answers? Go back inside of your house. Go back inside. Go back inside of your house. That was fun. That was actually a pretty good song. <laughs> okay. So uh, why did I choose this? This has already been discussed. It's, it was recently Stole brought up. <laughs> we talked about we wanted to do it. We both heard the song Peaches come on and simultaneously had the thought of, I got to do this. But I was next. So I chose Fortune it. smiled on you. Yeah. Fortune Femester was like, thanks, Michelle, for 
complimenting me on my videos where I dance and eat ice cream (laughs) because I do. (laughs) And she has responded back to me before and she has liked my comments. Fortune Femester. You should watch her stand special on Netflix. It's very funny. Um, what do I think you thought when I gave it to you? That goddamn bitch <laughs> is what I think you thought. Uh, Sam, what was your judgment prior I to listening thought, to this? That, that goddamn bitch stole <laughs> it from me. But most importantly, I thought, easy peasy. All right. Do you know how many times that you listened to this? Five. Wow, Sam. I enjoyed this album. I was excited to listen to it. I, I'm not really sure because I also would sometimes just kind of listen in pieces but I believe that I got five full. Uh, I believe I got five full listens. So we're five for five. I believe so. Um, oh shit! Least and most favorite song. I have to. We have to guess what we think each other's least and most oh, favorite song. Oh fuck! Songs about that are. angle. Yeah. So I'll go first. Okay. I am going to guess that your least favorite song is "Kick Out the Jams." What is your least favorite song, Sam? You're incorrect. My least favorite song is Candy. But you like Candy. Yeah, I still really like this song. It's just... You have to choose one? Yeah. And if I... I can lose... I can stop paying attention during this song. Like, there's other songs that just suck me in, and I'm, like, all in. This song pulls me out. And I think it's this part. Yo, my king. Like it's this part, like that builds up to it. I don't know. It just I'm just sharing my experience with you. I'm not trying to tell you to feel differently than you do. But Candy's your least favorite song. So yeah. Do you know what my least favorite song? Kick out the jams. Uh huh. Hey. Yeah. That's true. My my shit's going crazy over I here. I got it. Is it because I guessed it for you? It did help, but then. It helped me think about the whole album. I was like, ah, this is probably the least interesting form of show. It is. It always has been. I, I love this thing because I love like the guitar tone here. They pull out that weird and stoner rock sound. I don't hate it. There's nothing wrong with this song. It's a minute and 26 seconds, so it doesn't need to be skipped, but it's a song that I might skip if I were listening to the album because I just wouldn't really care about this song too much. Um... What song do I think Sam likes the most? This was very hard to choose. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to guess that I think your favorite song is... I think it's Bull Weevil. Guess what? You fucking got it! Yeah, bitch! She got it. Love this song. Absolutely love it's this song. It's a great song. part, too. There's not a part in it that I'm like, <laughs> oh, that could have been better. It's all good. I love the lyrics. I love the way the vocal patterns are. The tones of it. It's just it's just good. And it's got, like, dynamics to the whole song. It's got intense parts. It's got real laid-back parts. Okay. It's good stuff. Yeah, it is. What do you think my most favorite song is, Sam? Ah, fuck. Your favorite song is Jesus Christ. I, I've no I've no clue. Uh This is probably wrong, but 
the back porch. It's a good song, but that's not true. My favorite is actually Bull Weevil. <laughs> oh, man. So we both had a favorite song in Bull Weevil. It's a fucking good song. It's a great song. Yeah, we agree. We agree. Yay, and we moo and make moo sounds. Everyone's enjoying this, right? If it's anything how I felt, yes, they're enjoying it. So how old was I when I started listening to this? I really have no idea. I think, well, I can't say I have no idea. I think I was a late teenager, like 17, maybe. Listening to the full album. Yes. We're not counting like songs here and there. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously I heard the songs when they came out, but I wasn't really seeking them out on my own too much even though I always enjoyed them when I heard them. Um, How did I originally feel about the album? It didn't take much for the whole album to... like. There are, for whatever reason, I've always been kind of resistant for some artists when it comes to listening to their whole albums. Like, sometimes artists are only good, as good as their singles that are released, as their big hits, and then they never do anything else other than that. But there was something about this album that... I was fine with just going in and listening to it all, and uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't love every song equally, but I'd say as a whole, I've always listened to this more in it as a whole album, and I've enjoyed it as such. Would I recommend this today? I absolutely would. Me too. Yeah. Would you listen to it again? Not once. <laughs> That's <laughs> the last and final time. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so we are finished with questions, and uh, we we know what's happening next, but I'll, I'll let you kind of take over the reins a little bit, if you would like. Sure. It's guest time again. Guest time. Back for his third appearance, my blood and my brother, could Bob. It be one, oh, I guess it could be one or the other. Rugged Dan Canyon himself, Bob motherfucking... Shitty last name, Isert. <laughs> He's coming back. We're listening to Budgie by the self-titled. band Budgie. Yeah, self-titled Budgie. So there we go. Yeah. Episode done. Episode we did it once again. Done. I don't know how we keep getting through this because we're not very good at things. And but I don't know how we haven't been sued yet. Because we are just reviewing. We're listening to the fucking full thing. It's still not supposed to be allowed to happen. Everything I've read said this is bad. <laughs> but... We're getting through with it, so... Well, thanks for <laughs> listening, everyone. <laughs> Sam just put a whole bunch of doubt in me, so I don't know how long we'll be going on after this, but uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>